If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Morning 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Brenda <laughs> never knows what day it is. Never, ever, ever. Actually, this week was super hard. Like, no one knows what day it is this week. That's because true. it was, what holiday was Monday? Labor Day. Labor Day. Right, 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 right. I get all of those, like, America holidays mixed up. Like, they all don't make any sense to me. <laughs> Totally. No, I know what you mean. And like, they obviously are about different things, but there's one where I'm like, okay, you're not supposed to wear white after this one. Like what a very specific. <laughs> I think it's an old rule. That was the rule of like, you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day. That was totally the rule because right. like summer's over and apparently you're so only supposed to wear white in the summer, but people wear white all year long now. Yeah. But like, why was that? Was there a reason? No, I think fashion industry was just like ew no white after summer okay amazing is this one of those times where like you think you know the answer yeah I think I know the answer (laughs) but did you did you you think it was like for like a cultural reason no I have no idea like I I didn't know if there was something like deeper to it like because the way that people made it seem was like it was preposterous to wear white after after labor no I literally think that it was like oh it was like a fashion thing like and fashion was like white is for like spring and summer and you can't wear it okay okay fascinating Mm -hmm, mm I I I would be I would be amused if there was a deeper meaning to that right I kind of feel like we should google it but as we google it what did you think like what what was what would be like your hypothesis I thought it was like, I thought it was somewhat like a respect thing. Like I thought it was like disrespectful to wear white, but I didn't know why. Disrespectful to who? I don't know, Jenna. <laughs> I'm asking you create a hypothesis. I tr- I thought. Let's see. What did I think? Because disrespectful to who? I, but I guess like the laborers. But, you know, that's the weird part, too, which is, I guess, the whole thing with messing up the holidays in general is, like, I would have felt, like, disrespectful to, like, the people that you're remembering on Memorial Day. But, like, it's not. It's Labor Day. So, to the laborers? 
Um, okay, let's see. Oh, this is too long. No <laughs> deduce, patient. deduce. I um, just need a quick Google answer. It would be right. It to is, the laborers. It's a fashion rule. I it told has something you. to do with snobbery in the 1800s. <laughs> oh, it's all the way back to the 1800s. The wives of super rich ruled high society with mm-hmm. an iron fist after the Civil War. As more and more people became millionaires, though it, it was difficult to tell the people, it was difficult to tell the difference between respectable old money families and those who only had vulgar new money. So there were mm. rules that were put in place, fashion rules that everyone had to follow. So if a woman showed up at the opera in a dress that cost more than Americans made in a whole year and had the wrong sleeve length, other women would know to not give her the time of day. Oh! White outside for summer months was one of these silly rules. White was for weddings and resort wear, not dinner parties in fall. Oh, the society. <laughs> fascinating Fascinating. so labor day became a federal holiday in 1894 and society eventually adopted it as a natural endpoint for summer fashion wow 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 okay see it's all about society it's all about it but coco chanel doesn't follow the rules apparently because coco chanel can do whatever the fuck she wants there we go thank you thank you thank you this is a fashion podcast that's right did you know (laughs) my leggings and and sweatshirts top of the line gave it away gave it away but yeah it's very interesting like how like that was like the thing like society made the rules but now i guess tiktok makes the rules so it's not much different right it's just a different different medium (laughs) it's just a different medium um and more inclusive i guess but who's to know who's to know anyway um should we move on to pride and pickle let's do it it's time for Pride and Pickle. Whoop. Um, my pride is that I believe I've been very consciously just like releasing a lot of things that I've been feeling like have been very ongoing. Obviously, like you guys listen to the show. So, you know, a lot of the things that are on my heart, even if they kind of just come off in my energy. And I feel like there's been a lot of things that I've felt like to myself guilty about, about not paying enough attention to me or to my relationships. And I just feel like I've been really reclaiming a lot of that and really reclaiming a lot of my time. And I'm proud of that because I think it's very easy for me to to not <laughs> so um I think I've just been trying to put my creative energy where I can when I can and just kind of been putting in a couple of like non-negotiables like even as, as silly as like when I go to the gym I'm like okay literally no work happens here um because when you're doing cardio as I'm sure a lot of you guys experience like you can still use your hands so you can be on your phone you can post things you can scroll um you could do all those things so um yeah I've, I've just been intentional about none of that being work related and really trying to start work at the time that work is supposed to be started so I'm love it uh, my for my full-time job so I'm proud of that um and then my pickle hmm, let's see my pickle is I guess that in that same like on the same topic I do notice though that it is, which I don't think is is abnormal, but I do think that it is harder. And I think as we get older, like we'll probably face this more that if we don't make time for ourselves at whatever time that we plan, it's just a little bit more difficult to 
fit things into our day that we might want to if like we have other responsibilities Mm -hmm. I think that's the weird part about like being an adult is like there are a lot of things that you don't really have that much control over Mm -hmm. like you have to go to work you have to go maybe to a doctor's appointment um or there's just a little bit less flexibility in like if you didn't do something and it's not every day but like if you didn't do something when you wanted to it might just be more difficult later because of Mm -hmm. life that is true adulting 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 Um, is hard what's your pride and pick my pickle is that um my period and the thing that annoys me about periods is that Mm -hmm. for me can't speak for other people's bodies but for me like my period the way my period affects my mood is very unpredictable like I would like some months I'm fine some months I have a period doesn't affect me I'm chilling I got energy I'm doing my thing and then some months I'm like I cannot open my eyeballs I cannot like I have no energy. I have no motivation. Like, can't get myself to do anything. Feel so tired. And what's annoying about that is that I just wish it was consistent. Like, if that is how I'm going to be for, like, the three days of my period, fine. But let it be Mm -hmm. consistent so that at least I can, like, prepare. And, like, at least it's consistent. But but because it's not consistent, what... Uh, then when I'm feeling that way, when I'm feeling like super tired or super low energy, like I'm feeling this month, it it makes me annoyed with myself because I'm like, you don't always feel this way. So like, get up and get to it. But like, the truth is, is that like, I'm fucking tired. Yeah, that's, that's super valid. And I feel I have a feeling at least that most people feel that way too. Funny that we're aligned in that sense, because I personally pay no attention to my period. Like you're probably like a little bit more conscious than I am. I don't know. I'm assuming. Um, I'm not very conscious. About you're not. It. Okay. Then like, I no. feel like we talked about this briefly. Maybe it was last week in terms of, um, because Alicia mentioned to us the app flow. Mm-hmm. So I actually downloaded it because mm-hmm. we had that conversation about how we're literally like we don't pay attention to our period as much as we should and she mentioned all these things about like how it affects your um how it just affects you in so many different ways your energy your like the workouts that your body can not even tolerate but the ones that are like gonna feel more doable and whatnot so I was like I'm curious because I put such little energy towards my period as to how this app is gonna work so I wonder um if you downloading it even like for the week like how that's gonna go because yeah I, I do want to do a little research into like the period checking apps in terms of like what information is given to the government because I remember like people like saying oh. like something about um I don't know the validity of this I need to do my own research but something about like that the government like takes that information and it can be used against like women and abortion laws and blah 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 so I don't know um but I do agree with the validity of so I don't know about the apps, need to do research into the apps, but I do totally agree with the validity of like that we should track our periods for ourselves and like mm-hmm. whether that's like through a safe app or through doing it like on our own on a pen and with pen and paper like the old days, like I totally agree that that is something that I would like to start doing because that shit affects us. It does. And I don't even... Like I I have no idea about the safety of this app whatsoever, but I yeah. will say we we are not did... promoting the app. We're just talking about we're promoting tracking your period oh, yeah. in a safe in a safe information confidential way. <laughs> totally, and I just I was amazed by because I feel like you hear about stuff like this, but we 
Like I, I don't think about how it affects sleep, how it affects exercise, how it affects energy, how it affects like even what symptoms, like there are no, which granted, like some people might um, be taking like something like birth control. Some people might not be, some people might not be able to, some people might have some sort of condition that Mm -hmm. could like change the way that you experience your period. So anyway, all that is valid. All that is welcome here. But um, it's just nothing that I've really considered before. So it was interesting to be like, I don't even associate a damn symptom with this, but um, I think it's such an interesting topic because I think that you're a majority of people. And normally I don't like to generalize, but I just think from people that we've been talking to our friends, stuff like that is we more often than not don't let our period as women be a reason for like not doing something or like we, we don't take that as a factor. Mm-hmm. which also isn't fair because it's it's truly happening it's right. not made up <laughs> like it's literally right it's not just like a made-up thing like it literally when you got your period your your hormones change in your body so of course it's going to affect like your mood your sleep your digestion like all that stuff and because we live in such like a male subject society we the way women are told to deal with it is to just like ignore it but like it might actually be more helpful to us to work with it instead of like working against it and I think we should definitely get like a gynecologist on the show because I would be really interested to learn the actual science behind like what happens in your body hormonally when you have your period and like what does that affect and how do we like learn how to work with it so that Mm. we can still be productive and do the things that we need to slash want to do while also like honoring what our body might be coming up against or dealing with yeah definitely but with all of that long segue tangent that we took um to validate what you were feeling is I agree (laughs) that because we're not tracking like I think that we make a lot of generalizations and it's like well we can't really measure what we're not tracking so so it's so tricky because I agree like I personally have no association with how I'm going to feel all that stuff but I if I'm thinking very generally, which I'm like, is this skewed? Cause I don't actually track it. I agree with you that there are times where I feel maybe it's like more emotional, I guess. Yeah, whereas yeah. Other times oh, I'm fine. I'm chilling. Yeah. So I don't, I think that's the hard part is when we don't know what to expect per se. Yep. And maybe we're not supposed to know what to expect, but when we don't know what to expect, it's hard to set yourself up for success, quote unquote. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. No. And like, and I was like beating myself up because this morning, like I got a, I had last week I was like a terrible sleeper for some reason I had nightmares on nightmares like the past few days like literally and I think that that probably also has something to do with like my hormones like approaching my period I'm sure it does like when we talk to an expert we can ask about that like but literally like the past like three or four days until last night I was having like nightmares like waking up like at least 20 times throughout the night because I just kept having bad dreams so I was like having really bad sleep And then last night, like I finally got a great sleep. I didn't wake up once during the night. Like I actually, I I slept really good and I woke up this morning and then I was like, it was so hard for me to like get myself on the yoga mat to get out of bed to walk ghost and I was like what the fuck like you're you're being ridiculous like you like didn't have that hard of a past couple days like you had a long weekend you know and so I was like beating myself up for feeling so tired and then I was like oh wait like I have my period like Mm. maybe it's okay Yeah. Yeah. I think we have such a hard time like using that as a reason because it feels like you're being gentle on yourself. And I think because also like there isn't really something to compare that to like, 
like for example you obviously surround yourself a lot with like you live with a man and you're dating a man and both neither of them get a period so I think also like depending on who you surround yourself with like I guess I noticed too that when I lived with my mom like my mom not to like out her period status but like she gets really bad periods Mm -hmm. so I think that I saw that as a little bit more normal even though I personally luckily knock on wood don't um but now I think because we're surrounded by men a lot too like they don't have so I think it almost feels like you're supposed to keep going anyway. Yes. Yes. And I'm just, I've been thinking about this so much lately. So I'm glad you brought it up. It's kind of a segue and we'll we'll get back to my pride like later. But one, totally valid. And most society is like I said before, like male centric. So we feel like, oh, we have to just like push through it. But also I've been like thinking about how much because I do spend a lot of time with males and there's like a lot of male energy in my life. And I... I've been thinking about like how much more time in the day men have, which sets up men for being more successful than women. Because like, uh, like Nathan and Josh can do to like easily, easily two to three more hours of work a day than I can do. Because like, if we're going somewhere at night, like I need to shower and shave my legs and blow dry my hair and do my makeup and cook us dinner. Mm. And, and like that takes up fucking time that take, and because girls like are usually, and this is a generalization, but girls are usually more like tidy and like things a little more organized. And I spend a lot of the time of the day, like cleaning up after myself and like putting things away and making sure things are organized and clean because I operate better in a clean organized space and like that takes up if you add that all up that's probably like three hours out of my day like doing all those things and that's three more hours that Nathan and Josh have to work I'm like no wonder you guys are doing so well three more hours every day what's three times what's three times five that's 15 hours. So they, they're working 15 more hours a week than me on a normal basis, probably because they don't have to like do their hair and their makeup. Wow. <laughs> me choking, me choking of shock. No, that's so true. Doesn't I, that I guess- make you angry? Yeah, I guess also it depends. Like, I ugh, I don't know. So yes, it does in the sense of there's a lot of like little things that you don't have to do, but then I don't it, what is it about me that then the other part of me is like but I guess like they do this and they do that like I'm no, I'm like they don't do shit it. I'm like trying to justify it in my brain I'm not no they they do shit like they do they do chores and of things course, and they course. do other things but like if they go to a like okay let's say Josh or Nathan works out they work out for an hour I work out for an hour like that's the same like, but they're not spending, they take a shower. Boys' showers are like 10 minutes. If mm. they shave, maybe they shave that day, which most guys don't shave every day. Maybe they shave that day. Mm. That's like 10 minutes. Okay, 10 minutes for them to shave their face takes me an hour to do my makeup. Yeah. No, I'm I'm more so saying in the sense of like, isn't it interesting that although I hear what you're saying, agree with what you're saying and believe what you're saying, that I'm still finding like, I'm still looking for reasons to justify why, like, that that can't be it. You know what I, mean? I just think it's interesting that, like, we we mm. justify that stuff because it's like, no, it can't be. Like, it has to be – it has to be that, like, we're the problem somehow. No, no, no. I, they just have – the truth is, is yeah. that they just have more – men in general, straight men who don't wear makeup or do their hair if they don't have long hair, um, just – gen and this is a huge generalization – but the men that I happen to spend my, most of my time with will go there. Um, yeah. Just have more hours in the day because they don't spend time 
blow drying their hair and doing their makeup and tidying up as much after themselves. Mm. Yeah. No, it's and it's interesting because I think it's like so much like oh, there's so many fucking factors, but in essence, shit takes time. Yeah, this shit takes time. And it and a and like, yeah, people could say, oh, well, just don't do your makeup, don't do your hair, which like, yes, of course, that would be the fix for it. But also, unfortunately, like in our society, like girls are kind of looked weird at if you're going out to dinner and you're not wearing makeup or, you know, like it it as much as that seems like the easy answer, it's not always as simple as that because of like how women are perceived in society. Yeah. And I think also in terms of just like what the norms are, like, I will say I, I acknowledge very much and we talk about this with our friends, like I acknowledge very much and I'll be the first to admit that like Chris is significantly neater than I am. So he a hundred percent spends more time of his mm-hmm. day, which is, which is a hundred percent like a, a unique situation or not unique, um, maybe like the lesser half of he totally spends more time than I do tidying things up or um, like he will always take initiative first to do laundry before I do. But however, so that's like, I can vouch for that that absolutely saves me time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But it just, it's so dependent on, on what, what things are. Whereas like, you're incredible and you cook dinner every single night. And there was definitely a point where I was doing that more, but I feel like it's also like cooking is also something that you find so much joy in. Yeah. yeah. um, Which is beautiful. But I think like, for me, like I could very well be like, oh man, I definitely could be cooking more, but there's so many ways in which I'm trying to like save myself time but it's also not I don't know what's the word I'm looking for um it it just has like a different significance to me so I can vouch for that I would be significantly more stressed if I felt like this isn't your situation though you enjoy doing all the things that you're doing and it's important to you which is why I think that it also takes up so much more extra time because it's like your initiative whereas I know that that's the thing for Chris too is like he like needs things around him to be super super like organized or else well, he literally even just operate. take that off the table just take that off the table because yes that's like preference but I'm yeah. just saying like what we're expected to do as women in society of like the way we're supposed to show up to things like oh yeah is that like, you're supposed to have your hair and makeup done like if you yeah. go to an event as a woman like you are supposed to have your hair and makeup done. And if you are going to like a work dinner at night or you're going to like an event, like that takes time out of your day to do that. I would say probably on average, it takes women like an hour and a half to probably shower, do their hair and do their makeup and get ready where it probably takes men. Let's give them, let's give the men a half hour. So, but even if it's just that hour more that it takes women to get ready because of the standard for women in society, that's five more hours of work that or pleasure or whatever that you could be doing that men just aren't expected to do yeah and I think also it's easier for men to like look a little bit more like polished if you are like what's considered like the norm of polish Mm -hmm. with with less like effort I guess like for for women like they're depending on the day like I cannot always just like like today, I, if I was going to a dinner, people would be like, hello? <laughs> yeah, people would be like, you didn't care. And it comes off as like, you didn't care. Careless and sloppy. Yeah. And sloppy. that, right, sloppy and you didn't care and less professional. Like if mm-hmm. a woman doesn't have her hair and her makeup done, she, I think, for the most part, is seen as less professional. And mm. that is a disservice when that means we have to give up 
you know, an hour to two hours more than our male counterparts to to just to get to work in in a way that makes us perceived as professionals. Yeah. And I think it's an even bigger deal because I think up until this point, unfortunately, but um, there are a lot of ways in which we all feel like we have something to prove or we want to prove or we want to show our worth and whatnot. So I think that when the physical of it all or the appearance or what's considered, whether it's beautiful or attractive or professional or like all these standards that we have, when they take more time, they take more effort and they matter in the sense of whether you like, quote unquote, earn something or not when it has the ability to impact your future, it has the ability to Im- impact how much money you're bringing in, like all that stuff, it, it is a lot of pressure. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. and I, it's not to be like, man, suck. It's just a very interesting perception that I've had like the past couple weeks of like, just because I do spend so much time with two very hardworking males. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting to me, like, because sometimes it's like, okay, well, I need to get ready to go to this event that we have to go to at night. Like, Nathan and I go to a lot of, like, work-related events mm-hmm. during the week in the evening. Um, And so it's like, okay, I have to get ready to go to this event tonight. And for the two hours that I'm going to spend getting ready, like, that's two more hours that he gets to do work. And like, I'm not mad at him for that's not his fault, but it's just interesting that that is kind of like the way we have to operate in society. And it's like, hmm, like I could have, I could have used two more hours to do work. Totally. No, that, and that adds so much perspective. And it's also when like, you're, it's harder to like get, like, first of all, you have to do those things regardless because they're part of your day um, and they're important to you and, and all that stuff. But it's interesting too, because I feel like, like they're not things that you can necessarily like that, I think that's what it comes back down to is it's not always something you can sacrifice. Like in a lot of ways, right. when you want to change something, there's a lot that you can sacrifice in order to get there. But it's like some things it's like, oh, well, you're not going to be taken seriously. And like, that's not something you're willing to sacrifice. So right. your time is, but then in essence, how's that affecting not only your productivity, but like the, just the time that you have, it's not time you can get back. So anyway. Yeah. It's really, isn't it weird? It's interesting. Yeah. And, and we've talked about it too, in the sense of like investment in, like certain I don't know like little things like obviously of course there's more you don't have to shave your legs your whatever um but like it's it looks like quote-unquote neater in the eyes of most people if you do or whatever you want to call it so anyway it's interesting between that and the investment in like products and whatnot like it's like I can't Listen, I'm not a skincare connoisseur the way Julia is, but I will say that I personally still don't use like the same soap, not soap, the same, yeah, the same soap that I would like wash my body with, like I don't use for my face, like, Mm. you know, even if I'm not a connoisseur, like I know that. Right. Oh, yeah. No, the spending is a whole nother issue. The makeup and the products and the tampons and the underwear. Oh, my God. I was talking about my friend the other day, like women should get underwear for free because the amount of underwear I've ruined on periods. Mm. Uncanny. Uncanny. That I've is got so at least true. a pair a month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And women's underwear is just more expensive than men's. It is. And like how I so I feel like that's like one of those things that you just don't buy until you're like absolutely have none left. <laughs> or like they're so true. Like, they're just ripped or whatever. Like you don't buy underwear until like you literally have one pair left in your drawer. And then you're like, fuck. Yeah, literally. Isn't that weird that we do that? 
It is. Like, I, I think it's just more common to just, like, let it be figured out eventually when the time comes. When I have one pair left, I'll order some more. Until then. I won't. I'll still have, like, random, like, reindeer underwear from way too long ago. How many pairs of, like, printed underwear do you feel like you own? I feel like printed. it's a it's a high number. Oh, for me? No, honestly, the re- the reindeer one was the first one that I thought of because that's the only one that I'm like, why the fuck do I have this? <laughs> but um, actually, no. Like, right now I'm at a point where I have very few, but it's not because I've ruined them. It's because Ellie eats all of them. So sad. Um, really sad. But I actually, shockingly, I don't. I don't. I, I know I pr- definitely seem like the type to have more printed underwear, but I really love we actually was it our group chat no it wasn't um the other day uh someone wrote one of my in my friend chats and they're like does anyone have good or underwear recommendations and I was like I love these from the gap seamless but they're Ooh. all gone now um yeah they're very comfortable I find that like now comfort with that is so important because I feel like there used to be times I don't know about you but like in middle school where it was like all about what it like what it looked like like it was oh, like oh yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 like and what like who was seeing them no one literally so why literally did you no care? One. <laughs> I remember side tangent that I went with Ashley our friend Ashley who's been on the show a couple times to get her very first thong <gasps> and her mom was so mad at her because I'm I her made mom her was mad one. at her for buying a thong yes because it also had cherries all over it and for some reason that was like really sexual scandal right right age I don't remember like definitely like shouldn't have been an issue per se because we didn't become friends Hmm. like I don't know maybe middle school okay I remember like in I remember isn't this weird like that like buying your first thong is like a weird is like a is like a coming of age kind of thing yeah but like I remember like in like late elementary school I think it was like sixth grade or maybe it was middle school maybe it was like seventh and like I was at a friend's house and like she had bought her like first thong and she like showed it to me and it was like a big deal. Like it was like yeah. such a big deal that she bought her first thong. And I remember being like, oh, like, I wonder when I'll buy mine. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty certain that like I probably asked permission to get mine. Like, what is that about? It's just it's very taboo. I think it's, I guess it's because your butt cheeks show more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, do you think that'll be like still taboo when we have children? I don't know. I think that the reason it feels like such a transition is because it's just like not what you originate with. Like as a baby, like you don't have like fucking like something up your butt. <laughs> Plus, it's also not like depending on which one you get, like the ones we used to wear as like teenagers were so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Like, Why were we buying those? 10. I don't know. But I think that's also part of it is it's just a transition in like what you're it feels like you're showing more skin, even though technically nobody can see it. Like it's under yeah. your pants. No one's looking at it. No one can see it. You're not but it showing feels anyone. Like more. It feels like more. So I, I mean, it feels like more being shown. So I think that's why it feels like such a big deal. I don't know if very it's a big deal when we're, when we're older. Very, very interesting. But like, do you on like a day to day? I don't know why we got down an underwear tangent, but like on a day to day, like, do you prefer a thong or do you like regular underwear? Um, I really wear a thong most of the time. Me too. I don't like regular underwear. I think I've got, I've gotten used to it, I guess. But again, it's ones that I find comfortable. Like it's not like. Yeah. Oh, comfy like, ones. One no, like, no, no, no. Like that ones. was crazy. Um, no, it's definitely comfy ones. But yeah, I do wear those day to day. I honestly don't feel as comfortable. I, maybe it's because I'm not used to it. I don't know if it's like a habitual thing, but I'm, I don't find regular underwear to be. Very Me neither. I feel like it gets bunched up in my pants and I don't like that. 
Yeah. Like, I feel constricted. Yes, I totally agree. Um, I would love a poll, thongs versus regular underwear on the reg for our for our group. I would also love to know if anyone, like, what was your first thong buying story? Oh, yeah. For me, I genuinely don't remember. Why I don't that? remember either. I have a terrible memory. Yeah, I really don't remember. I, I'll share uh, a hack that I think is funny. I remember um, one of our other best friends Liz that she instead of like I love that we just out our friends on this show I know we're like we don't have all the time do Um, but I think it's it's just funny because it shows all different things like I for sure asked permission if it was okay for me to get one Ashley hid it from her mom forever so I went with her when we went to the mall and then her mom found it in her laundry basket and was very oh rookie move rookie mistake I know right and then Liz instead like tricked her mom kind of and said like oh well like I need to get used to thongs because I'm a ballerina and like we wear these like oh that's good that's good. right so like I think mine was similar I think I was like I need it for a costume mm. I think I went with that angle as well actually now that you say it no, I think isn't that, that was my angle yeah I think I was like I need it like because you'll see regular underwear in this costume and right. I was like, and okay. like is that telling like is your first thong story if you ever switch that like is that telling of your personality are you a permission seeker are you a hider or are you a trickster like (laughs) that whoa so permission seeker like I guess like, like rebel like goody two shoes yeah like, oh, rebel. no that would be like goody two shoes yeah like I feel like the rebel would just be like I got one and I'm not hiding it so there's like permission seeker rebel goody two shoes and trickster trickster and then like just like a hider like kind of hoping like will... I think that's the goody two shoes I think the hider is like the goody oh you think hider is goody yeah. two shoes okay and then permission see like people pleasing permission seeker is like not getting in trouble understood right that's like when you go and like you ask your mom like if you're allowed to have them like is that's probably okay? what you did yeah, I, I think I did. I really don't remember, but that feels like the thing I did. Okay, so now we really need to do a poll and we need to categorize what people are. Yeah, this I could see this as a quiz in like a magazine. Like, which one are you? Wow, we should be in a magazine. Pop 17. That's Tiger right. Beat. Those That's magazines right. rocked. Um, But yeah, okay, so we're going to do a poll. Also, we're going to circle back to polls in a second, but I didn't do my pride. And my pride is that... <laughs> Everyone's getting married. You think? Oh my god, I have so many weddings coming up. Wow, so That's many weddings. Crazy. I'm no one else is allowed so to get people... married next summer. N- no one else. Wow, I'm definitely seeing so many people getting engaged, and I- I've thought to myself, I'm like, okay, Brenda, are you looking for it? And that's why you're seeing it more. But I genuinely think that right now, I'm, I'm just yeah. seeing it. Like, I, I don't think it's because I'm looking yeah. for it. No, I feel like summer one is like a big engagement season. Yeah two and and it's a pride because like i'm happy everyone's getting married the pickle part of it is like how am i gonna afford to go to all these weddings but Mm. neither here nor there um but yeah i think like one summertime and also it's just like it's just happening like people are just starting to get married and it's like lovely and i'm so excited for all of them but i truly can't go to any more next summer so no one please no one else decide to get married next summer yeah no it, it is crazy like I think it's a big part of of our 20s or slash 30s but also in terms of like a, affording it but also like the friendships that you have because obviously depending on what like a tier of guest you are it's For a much sure. bigger investment and for it's like sure. almost 
And it's also like for me, like I know that if any of our friends were to get married, like I would obviously want to give them the world. So like I would feel weird not. It's a very strange in between. Yeah, that's why I'm like no one else can do it because two of them, two of the summer ones next year are two of my best friends who's I'm I'm in both weddings. Mm. And like that's gonna be amazing but it's gonna be a lot and then the third one that I, I have three next summer uh, that I know of two I'm in and one's in Italy so that's like travel and whatnot and so this is in Italy that's Nathan's big oh, okay so like that's- we have to go to that yeah and then it's like so no one else can do no one else get married you have to inv- revolve your weddings around me and it's too much <laughs> But isn't that crazy also, like, how it's, like, okay, like, when people get married, like, you do have to, like, kind of take into consideration that the people the people that you, like, want to be there, in a sense, if that's important to you. Yeah, definitely. Which is very think- difficult to do. It's weird because I think also it's, like, what level is it, like, at what level do you take not being invited personally? Like, where where's the cutoff? What can you afford? Like, there's so many yeah. different factors. I'm sure we oh could. So many different factors. And, like, tears. We should have, like, a wedding planner on. We should. I think that would be, be so interesting. fun. We'd be like, we're not getting married right now, but everyone else is. Let's talk about it. Yeah, other people are. Wow, we have so many good ideas on this show. Gynecologist, wedding planner. Right? We really did. Okay, let's see. Let's see. I, you're right. Let's see. Right. Let's see. Um, but even like the politics of it all, like I think there's a lot of stuff in your 20s that there's so many like different politics of like, well, you have to invite this person or you have to do it at this place. Oh no, or... Fuck right? That. Fuck that. No, but I'm just saying like there, I think there's that that pressure. My rule is if I have not for my wedding is if I have not or if my groom has not spoke to you in the past year, you're not coming. You're not invited. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But like Sorry. spoken to you on what level? Like gotten dinner with you or like had a conversation? And then obviously, obviously you have to like, then there has to be like more rules than that. But that's like rule, like like the baseline. That's like the baseline rule, you know? And then there's more of like, okay, because you got to cut it down probably from that. Um, What was the question? The question was as such. Um, the question was like, does it have to be like an like a like a very personable interaction, or is it just like you've spoken, right? Because I have people that I like speak to that maybe I haven't like seen in person slash, um, yeah, like what like where's that line? I don't know. I think that's I guess like a personal choice. Yeah, but I mean, I love my extended family, but like they're not they're not invited, like. My cousin, yeah, like my first cousins, yeah, and my like aunts and uncles, of course. But like, I talk to them mm. on like the regular. But like my second cousins, my like grandparents, siblings, and cousins, like no, yeah, no, I get that. But it feels weird. Like I maybe you have become very unapologetic and all of that. But I think there's like for me, I would second guess like. Oh yeah, it feels weird. It doesn't feel like super nice, but it's like, but truly it's like it is your couple's day. And it's like, who do you want who do you want to spend that day with? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I and that's like my personal preference. Like obviously people are allowed to have their own preferences. That's just like feels like at the moment feels like my personal preference. And then I'm sure like there will be some backlash towards that and there'll have to be some like 
you know, maybe sacrifices or changes. Like if, you know, my parents want someone there or whatever, like that'll have to be a discussion. But if it were up to me that, you know, for the whole of it and like, I would like to pay for my own wedding, hopefully, because I want to do exactly what I want. But so we'll see. But that would be the kind of like ideal situation, I think. But also, I'm not getting married right now. So who am I to talk? Right. Like so much could change. Think about all the freaking things we've had opinions on over the past two years. Like, right. Even that's changed. Yep. And what have we learned the most is that we know, we don't know nothing. Yeah, we We're don't know until figuring we figuring it all out. Okay, before you wrap up, um, you've been doing a lot of polls on our on our Instagram, and I wanted to know if any of the results of them have been like interesting to you, or like what are the people saying? What are the people saying? All I can think about right now is how badly I have to pee, but I will tell you what the people are. Okay, saying. you'll be able to pee in like three minutes. Do I just it have for, to be honest. Do it for the audience. No, I will do it for the audience. Um, let's see, let's see for today. So for today, um. I think honestly that there's a lot of commonalities. So I feel like the, which is very validating, but I think that the whole purpose and mission behind the show of like, you're not alone. Everybody's feeling it. I think that with every, almost every single poll that we do, I find that I'm like, oh, cause a lot of them like honestly stem from my thoughts or stem from a conversation that I had. Cause like it has to come from somewhere um, or something that like somebody else said to me that I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what people think about that. And I feel like it just validates again and again that so many people feel confused or have moments where they feel lost or are just going through the same thing. Like even when it comes to like grand topics, like like fear, if you're failing, fear of regret, like all this stuff is I, I just think I it validates and reiterates that we have so many more commonalities and that it feels so much better when you see that so many people are on board and it doesn't mean that someone's superior or yeah. inferior or someone's past it but it's just it's more evidence honestly that we're all in a similar boat yeah I love that yeah and I do think a big part of it um is I, I, I have been seeing more of a trend when it comes to, like financial backing so I think people that like have like big dreams big goals but like might not have the money to invest in that or um want to try things but I think we're we are that's been at least the more recent commonality is a lot of the things that stop people from doing what they want to do is the fear of what's what the outcome is going to be yeah that's so interesting huh okay well maybe we'll do like another show um soon that we like collect the data on like a lot of polls and we can like go through it and like see what people are feeling because I feel like that might be interesting but um Mm -hmm. no I do I do love that sentiment of that like as you you put those up we kind of learn like oh a lot of people are really like in the same boat and that totally is validating and lots more polls to come because we have some really big things for the show coming up, which we'll probably talk to you guys about in the next couple weeks, um, in the next month or so. Some exciting, exciting things. And keep an eye out for that on Instagram and TikTok and whatnot. And speaking of Instagram and TikTok, if you're not following us on Instagram and TikTok, go follow us at Roaring Twenties Podcast. And please like and review the show on Apple Podcasts if you haven't yet. But most importantly, like share those reels, share those TikToks. They help us spread the show. And we have some amazing guests coming up as well. And we're going to let Brenda go pee. Yes. Love you guys so much. You Love mean more it. than my pee and my bladder. <laughs> she held Bye. it for you. That means a lot. I did. I did. Bye, Bye everybody. everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together.
Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.